a Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station Club. This is Does Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Does Don't kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the house of the mouse in Orlando, Florida. We're talking Walt Disney World. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Uh, hopefully you got off work, or if you didn't, you're having a good Monday regardless. Uh, we are... Uh, dropping this on Memorial Day. Uh, I happen to have the day off, so very excited about that. Don't have to get up in the middle of the night to go push buttons at the radio station. Looking forward to having a Monday off. That's neat. Um, But it is Memorial Day. I would like to take this moment to uh, thank all that served and remember those who gave all in their service of this uh, country. So uh, thank you uh, for letting us live in this country and uh, giving us all the freedoms that we do have. Uh, Thank you all uh, for everything that you do. Uh, going solo this week, no Jay, no Steffers. Just, well, no Jay, no Steffers, but I do have a very special guest since I do have the uh, day off work tomorrow. Uh, my co-host today is Bourbon. So uh, today's episode is going to be super duper funsies, guys. So uh, <laughs> buckle up, baby. It might get weird. But before we get to our Disney news, we do have some uh, pass holder news, some uh, soft openings to talk about in Hollywood studios. We got to get to everybody's favorite news segment. Of course, we're talking about this week in Disney history. Turn down for what? Hi, Zoe. Thank you. Zoe and Bourbon are my co-hosts today. So there you go. Fun episode's going to be. Uh, this week in Disney history, we're going to be talking May 28th through June 3rd. Yeah, June 3rd. I definitely uh, nailed that one and didn't have to look at a calendar to double check my dates. But yeah, May 28th through June 3rd. So we're going to start on May 28th, going back to the year 1993. I did say we're going to be talking some soft openings, or rather reopenings, in Hollywood studios. But our first, I guess, news story in this week in Disney history does come out of Hollywood studios, though at the time it was called Disney MGM Studios. Hi, Dillos. Uh, May 28th, 1993, groundbreaking begins on the Tower of Terror attraction. In my opinion, still a must-do attraction if you and your party find yourself in now Disney's Hollywood Studios. May 28, 1994, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, located at 901 Timberline Drive, uh, opens at Walt Disney World. The 728-room Lakeside Deluxe Resort, inspired by the beautiful early American National Parks, features an 80-foot-tall fireplace in its lobby. Only a mile away from the Magic Kingdom, the resort is surrounded by 56 acres of oak and pine trees and includes an artificial geyser and hot springs. I've only been to uh, Wilderness this lodge one time to uh, partake one of their bars. Never stayed there, but a uh, very nice resort. If you know money were no option, I uh, might think about staying at Wilderness Wilderness Pub. <laughs> Wilderness Lodge. There we go. Circle gets the square. Man, it's going to be a real fun episode. But if I'm being completely honest, I don't know if that would be my first choice of a staying on a property when it comes to Disney resorts. Uh, May 28th, 1999, a new version of the Main Street Electrical Parade makes its debut at Walt Disney World in Florida. Now, this parade was first brought to life in, of course, Disneyland, in, uh, and that ran from 1972 to 1996. The uh, preview party is attended by 5,000 Floridians and celebrity guests like actors LeVar Burton, Lacey Chabert, it's a name from the past, uh, the late Carrie Fisher, 
Well, she wasn't late at the time. She she, she was still alive. Uh, Jonathan Lipnicki and uh, Judge Reinhold. You uh, know a party's going to rock if Judge Reinhold is there. Now, uh, longtime Walt Disney World fans may recall an earlier version of the Main Street per- of the Main Street Electrical Parade that was performed at the Magic Kingdom uh, began running in 1977. Uh, unfortunately, right now there is no Main Street Electrical Parade running in the Magic Kingdom, and uh, I kind of hate that because I love the Main Street Electrical Parade. Disney, bring it back. May 28, 2014. After more than five years of planning, the Seven Dwarves Mine Train officially opens in the Magic Kingdom. Now, this is a family-friendly steel roller coaster. The ride travels both indoors and outdoors, and uh, this completes the multi-year makeover of Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom. Um, uh, This is a pretty strong coaster. It's, uh, you know, not a... uh, thrill-seeker coaster, let's say, like, you know, a Velocicoaster across the ways over at uh, Islands of Adventure or anything like that, but still a very strong coaster, particularly if you got some little ones in your party. And then finally, for May 28th, in uh, 2016, The Jungle Book Alive with Magic debuts at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, the all-new limited engagement show features dazzling special effects and production numbers inspired by Indian cultural traditions. I'd never heard of this show. Uh, obviously, I just referenced it was a limited engagement show. Um, so I would be curious if any of you, the listeners, were fortunate enough to see The Jungle Book Alive with Magic because May 28th, 2016 makes its debut in the Animal Kingdom. Now we're going May 30th, 1967. Site preparations begin in Florida for the Walt Disney World project. Now, this requires swamp drainage, clearing of land, and removal of trees. This project will take 1,584 days and cost $400 million to opening day of the Magic Kingdom. Man. So you have to remember, before uh, Walt decided to move the Magic Kingdom into Central Florida, the area that is now Walt Disney World was kind of just a uh, swampland, which a lot of Florida is. So, uh, man, that project, just the scale of it, taking nearly 1,600 days and $400 million. Dang. Mm. May 31st, 2008, Toy Story Midway Mania opens at Hollywood Studios. Now, this is a carnival-inspired 4D interactive attraction, uh, obviously based on the Toy Story films. Park guests wear 3D glasses, or as they're called, Carnival Games goggles, because, you know, ladies love literation there, uh, as they ride spinning vehicles that travel through virtual environments based on classic Carnival uh, Midway games. Now, the following month, a second version will open at Disney California Adventure. Um, I don't know if I knew that uh, Hollywood Studios got the first iteration of Toy Story Midway Mania, or if I did, maybe I forgot. But there you go. May 31st, 2008, Midway Mania makes its debut not only in Hollywood Studios, but for uh, Disney as a whole. May 31st, 2012. Uh, today is the final day of operation for an opening day attraction in Magic Kingdom. We're talking Snow White's Scary Adventure. The opening day Magic Kingdom dark ride, uh, Snow White is being replaced with Princess Fairytale Hall, a royal meet and greet area set to debut in 2013. And this is part of the redesigning of Fantasyland. Uh, The last guest to ride Snow White's Scary Attraction, this is a fun fact, is a, a Disney fan by the name of Ben Miles. Uh, Ben was born in 1993, and at the time, uh, he claims to to have experienced the attraction over 3,000 times. 
Uh, dang, Ben, that's dedication, Holmes. Um, I think I I I, I say I think I experienced uh, Snow White's scary adventure. I the reason I say I think is this would have been a little Landon ride because um, I definitely don't remember riding it when I was, you know, older, but I have seen some uh, ride-throughs of said attraction and uh, there's a reason they called it a scary adventure because there was some uh, eyebrow-raising uh, experiences uh, in said attraction uh, and for it to be an opening day attraction, uh, mm, a unique Definitely unique experience in the Magic Kingdom, but uh, May 31st, 2012, uh, Snow White's Scary Adventure turns the lights off. Uh, also May 31st, 2012, the first phase of Disney's Art of Animation Resort opens. Uh, now, this uh, this is a value resort and will eventually feature uh, 1,120 family suites and 864 standard rooms in sections that are themed to four of the most popular Disney and Disney Pixar films in the last 25 years. The first phase opening on this day features a theme based on uh, the Pixar film Finding Nemo, which features 320 family suites with rooms for as many as six people each. Uh, all the rooms at Disney's Art of Animation are keyless. And so, you know, instead of uh, inserting a room key into a slot, guests merely hold the cards within inches of an electronic reader uh, to unlock their doors. Now you can use your phone or uh, your, I guess, um, Magic Band or Magic Band Plus to do that. Um, I guess in uh, 2012, according to these notes, this was... New crazy fangled technology, at least for Disney. Welcome to the future! <clears throat> anyway, the uh, second phase, uh, themed after cars, is scheduled to open uh, on June 18th of 2012. Uh, June 1st, we are in the month of June. Also, uh, we, the listeners, you and I, we're going to be in the month of June later this week. Holy bejeebers, how did that happen? Uh, June 1st, 1981 in this instance, as I drop my phone, uh, at Disney World, the Epcot Preview Center located in Magic Kingdom debuts the film, which is called The Dream Called Epcot. Um, uh, now, Epcot will later open of October of next year, 1982. Um, uh, speaking of 1982, June 1st, uh, Disney's monorail line is extended from the TTC, that's what the cool kids call it, everybody else calls it, the Ticket and Transportation Center to the yet-to-be-open Epcot Center. Man, crazy to think that there was a time before uh, that the monorail didn't just go to Epcot, because, you know, Epcot wasn't there. Uh, June 1st, 1987, Disney World's If You Had Wings, a Tomorrowland attraction sponsored by Eastern Air, which was at one time the official airline of Walt Disney World, closes forever. Uh, now, at the time, Eastern Airline uh, came under new CEO ownership, I'll call it, of Frank Lorenzo. They were in dire financial straits, and they decided to not uh, extend its 15-year sponsorship of the attraction. Now, uh, If You Had Wings was a four-and-a-half-minute dark ride, showcased uh, travel destinations throughout the uh, Caribbean or Caribbean and elsewhere, all of which were, ironically enough, serviced by Eastern. Crazy how that works. And featured a theme song by uh, Buddy Baker. Now, five days later, the attraction will reopen as If You Could Fly. Uh, if You Could Fly, If You Had Wings, these are... Two attractions that land in, whether it be little or big, uh, iteration, never experienced. So there you go. Uh, June 1st, 1989, uh, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, featuring one of the world's largest wave pools in the United States, 
officially opens its doors. Uh, the centerpiece of the park is Miss Tilly, a shrimp boat impaled upon a mountain named uh, Mount Mayday that erupts a 50-foot geyser of water every half hour. The uh, park features a mascot named Laguna Gator, fun name uh and it's the second water park to open at the resort and it was preceded by uh disney's river country which will later close november of 2021 uh june 1st 1994 mickey's mania parade debuts at disney world um uh, never experienced this parade uh, so i'd be curious if uh you have any experience with that parade, if you do, uh, get at me on the Twitter at Does Does Disney at Landons, all that fun stuff. Uh, June first, two thousand and two, Journey into Imagination, featuring Figment, reopens in Epcot's Future World. Uh, June first, two thousand and nine, Phase Four of Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, part of uh, Disney's Vacation Club Resort at Walt Disney World, opens. Uh, the Treehouse villas, all standalone structures elevated uh, 10 feet off the ground on pedestals and beams are made up of uh, 63 bedroom homes. And then uh, finally, for uh, this week in Disney history, uh, still on June 1st, but this year, the year is 2010. Uh, Disney's Cinderella's Golden Carousel, which is located in the Magic Kingdom, is now officially called Prince Charming Regal Carousel. So uh, there you go, this week in Disney history. Um, uh, fun stuff, if uh, you... Uh, have an experience on Mickey uh, Mania Parade. Holler at me. Let me know what you think because I've never experienced that. And also, if you experienced the uh, Jungle Book Alive with Magic show that was uh, in AK back in uh, 2016, let me know about that because I think that's super interesting. I'm always curious to see uh, the type of shows that Disney's cranking out because Disney, when it comes to shows and their production value, always top-notch stuff. Now, we did touch on it before we got into uh, Disney news. Some uh, Hollywood studio soft opens or soft reopenings in this instance we saw rock and roller coaster uh, featuring aerosmith is currently in its soft reopening period for the memorial day weekend and this is after a multi-month uh, refurbishment period for the attraction um during the closure we actually talked about before the closure the attraction was scheduled uh the attraction's interior received a much needed refresh of uh glow-in-the-dark paint and all new lighting now the experience remains the same uh twisting and turning high-speed stretch limo as we uh rush to see an aerosmith concert a, a super stretch limo if you will uh, now disney didn't offer much in the way of announced details uh ahead of time leading some to speculate that there would be a new theme when the ride reopened but uh Turns out not to be the case, uh, despite what some uh, actor who was part of the pre-show video back in the day said was coming. I think he said it was going to be rethemed to Queen. Yeah, not so much. Still Aerosmith uh, as of now. Now, there is not an official reopening date for the Rock and Roller Coaster. They are still in soft opening. Disney is still saying summer is the official reopening relaunch date for Rock and Roller Coaster, but... As of now, Rock and Roller Coaster is showing wait times on the My Disney Experience app. Um, uh, and operating hours are posted to the app and online, but it's only for one day at a time. Um, and if you ask cast members, they're still just going to say there is no official opening date. It's still just summer. Um, early reports for those who have been on Rock and Roller Coaster 
at, during its soft reopening, say it's a very smooth ride and uh, the ride is now more vibrant and the lights that they've added really do make the attraction pop. So if you're a fan of Aerosmith and roller coasters and uh, Aerosmith themed roller coasters, good news, it seems like we're inching ever closer to uh, rock and roller coaster being back and fully operational in Hollywood studios. But as of now, uh, this recording on uh, May 28th, I'm uh, it's in soft reopening period for a Memorial Day weekend, which, holy smoke, speaking of Memorial Day weekend, lots of crowds uh, down there in the uh, most magical place on Earth and uh, the adjacent parks as well um, uh, for the Memorial Day weekend. I saw MCO said they were expecting 1.1 million people for the Memorial Day holiday. Uh, so uh, <laughs> hopefully you had fun because a lot of people were down there for the Memorial Day weekend. Sticking in Hollywood Studios or Hollywood Studio adjacent, I guess. Um, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, now, last week we talked about how Disney, shocking to some, at least me, uh, made the announcement that it is going to be ending its, uh, I guess, voyages in a galaxy far, far away starting October 1st. So, that made Star Wars fans or people who are fans of the experience or people who have yet to experience the Galactic Star Cruiser uh, very interested to experience said Galactic Star Cruiser because uh, it's now completely sold out for all remaining days, at least according to online available calendars. Uh, more than four months of voyages sold out in hours last week uh, as Disney reopened booking for the first time since they announced the experience would be closing permanently starting October 1st. Now, it is worth noting that while all dates were sold out um, as of May 26th last week, um, cancellations and modifications might still be possible so if this is something you and your party want to do before October 1st uh, and the lights turn out for good um, maybe check back in the future um, I can't guarantee your success but I mean you, you can't hit home runs if you don't take the bat off your shoulder and swing, so to speak. But uh, in an official statement from Disney, they said, quote, As of May 26, 2023, as of 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is unavailable for new bookings. However, availability may be still subject to change and very limited number of rooms could become available for new bookings from time to time, please continue to check online calendar for the latest availability, end quote. Um, kind of what I was talking there. As of right now, no online available booking according to the calendars, but Disney is telling you, keep trying, uh, because, you know, because once October 1st rolls around, there is going to be no more voyages of uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser to take. And uh, speaking of the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, Josh Demaro was uh, at the J.P. Morgan Global Technology Media and Communications Conference last week and was talking about the Galactic Star Cruiser. And uh, Demaro said that the depreciation will accelerate between 100 million to 150 million per quarter over the two quarters once the experience closes. Now, the official quote that Demaro said is, quote, I don't think we've talked about this before, but quarter three and quarter four, as we accelerate depreciation on that Star Cruiser, we should expect 100 
to 150 million acceleration in depreciation, end quote. Uh, and when asked about that figure, DeMauro said that it would be in both quarter three and quarter four, bringing the total amount of depreciation up to $300 million at most. Now, DeMauro did have very positive things to say about the experience, but noted that it didn't perform the way that Disney was hoping. And uh, as we've stated before, the final voyage of the Galactic Star Cruiser will be September 28th through the 30th of this year, and then going dark permanently on October 1st. Uh, last Friday was a big day. If you're a fan of The Little Mermaid, not only uh, made its uh, debut, the new live-action version in theaters. Uh, by the way, pretty good movie. Uh, Smoking Hot Girlfriend and I went to go see it uh, Friday afternoon. She is a big Little Mermaid fan, so expectations were high, and she was very pleased with it. And uh, I'll say, in my opinion, this is probably the best live-action adaptation, I guess I'll say, that Disney has done, though, if you know me, uh, that's not a very high bar to clear. But I I thought it was a, it was a very good movie, though I could have done without that weird rap that Scuttle and uh, Sebastian did. But, you know, I like Lin-Manuel Miranda, but, you know, Lin-Manuel's gonna Lin-Manuel. Anyway, uh, last Friday, big day for Little Mermaid fans, both in the theaters and if you happen to be in Disney's Hollywood Studios, because a that's when the new meet and greet uh, opened in Hollywood Studios to meet Ariel from the live action remake of The Little Mermaid. The uh, meet and greet opened on the 26th, last Friday, uh, and it's located at the end of the Walt Disney Presents Gallery. Uh, when it opened uh, last Friday, it was featuring 60 minutes of a wait time, but um, uh, there were reports that the wait time actually approached closer to 90 minutes. So, I mean, you were looking at an hour and a half to meet the new version of Ariel. Um, the meet and greet space takes over where, you know, Sully from Monsters Incorporated used to do his meet and greet. And as we talked last week, Sully is now in Pixar Place, which will have some answers to uh, last week's question of the week at the end of the episode. So stay locked for those. Now, instead of scenes from Monsters, Inc., in the queue. There's uh, artwork from the new version of Little Mermaid in place of that. Um, uh, so if you're a fan of, if you do want to go meet the uh, Halle Bailey version of Ariel, uh, that is now up and running in Hollywood Studios. And uh, there's actually uh, differentiating in the My Disney Experience app uh, pictures if you want to make sure you're going to see uh, the live action version of Ariel or the uh, animated version of Ariel uh, before you hop in line. Um, though, animated version of Ariel, meet and greet still in Magic Kingdom and uh, live action version of Ariel in Disney's Hollywood Studios. So uh, hopefully you and your party don't get uh, too confused. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, going to be down in June and I uh, might have to check out and go meet the new... Uh, the new Ariel, depending on uh, wait times. So if it's uh, 90 minutes, going to be honest, don't know if uh, that will be something I'm going to spend 90 minutes on. A little bit of a construction news now, and this one uh, caught me off guard. Uh, there's some construction underway in the UK Pavilion in Epcot near where the uh, former Winnie the Pooh meet and greet was. Uh, and the reason I say this caught me off guard is we can't really seem to know what they're doing construction for. Now, the uh, meet and greet where Pooh was uh, has been closed since COVID-19, but if you want to go see uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh, he is uh, making physically distance appearances uh, near the Imagination Pavilion. Like I said, Disney has not made any announcements on any projects in the UK Pavilion um, to what this construction could be related to. Now, if you remember, there was a previously announced uh, Mary Poppins attraction 
But that's been put on pause and it, that kind of feels like one of those things that might be put on pause indefinitely. That was that was announced, I think, before COVID-19 hit and since the parks reopened and Disney's made a bunch of announcements and uh, the Mary Poppins attraction uh, in Epcot has uh, not been brought up. And honestly, I don't think it will be brought up again. I could be wrong. I, I've been wrong before. And if I am wrong, I'll, I'll report on it. But uh, I would be really surprised if they were breaking ground on that Mary Poppins attraction because we haven't heard anything about it. The most we've heard on that attraction was uh, some concept art that leaked out earlier this year. And uh, the concept art we saw was kind of a teacup style indoor attraction, which I mean, it's like, I'm not the biggest teacups attraction uh, guy. Uh, so that doesn't really move the needle for me. And I mean, if you want to ride the teacups, go ride the classic teacups in the Magic Kingdom. So, uh, I just that's that's just me though. But uh, if we do see uh, any updates on what said uh, scaffolding is there in the uh, UK Pavilion for uh, construction-wise, we'll let you know. But yeah, I was very surprised to see that piece of news and uh, some more construction news after uh, nearly two full months of the uh, 50th anniversary being done in uh, Walt Disney World. The uh, final pieces of the 50th anniversary decorations uh, on Cinderella Castle have finally been removed. Now, work will continue over the coming weeks as crews, uh, you know, touch up paint around the iconic uh, structure before the moat is refilled. Uh, now, as a reminder, Disney World will keep that rose pink paint scheme that the castle had before the 50th anniversary. So, uh, according to Cinderella Castle, uh, the 50th anniversary is over now. So, it uh, only took them a couple months and then uh finally a little bit of a uh, pass holder news or as uh, disney called it vi pass holder days uh starting may 31st so later this week that is uh wednesday for those playing along at home with your calendar running through june 30th so pretty much the whole month of may uh, disney is going to be giving pass holders some extra perks uh we're talking temporary increases for AP discounts uh, as part of Passholder Appreciation Month. We're talking a uh, Passholder exclusive uh, chill lounge, hangout lounge, uh, and a new, new magnet, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, Disney put out an official announcement, and here are some of the details. Quote, uh, calling all annual Passholders, enjoy special increases to select discounts from May 31st to June 30th, 2023 merchandise discounts during this time passholder merchandise discounts at select disney owned and operated merchandise locations across walt disney world resort will temporarily increase from 20 to 30 percent and disney goes on to remind you uh, discounts are for personal use only and may not be used to purchase merchandise for the intent to resell the merchandise we all laugh in reseller on ebay uh going on discounts are not valid on certain items and may not be combined with any other discounts, offers, or promotions. Discounts are subject to change without notice. All merchandise is available while supplies last. Uh, now, food and beverage discounts. Uh, plus, during the same time, annual pass holders can enjoy an increase from 10 to 20% on discounts for food and non-alcoholic beverages at select locations throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. A 20% discount applies on regular food and non-alcoholic beverages, excluding applicable taxes and gratuity from May 31st to June 30th. And uh, this may not be combined with any other offers or discounts, operating hours, menu items, and locations 
locations subjects to closures or change without notice um uh now some of those locations uh particularly in epcot a uh, limited time epcot exclusives uh may 31st through the 30th annual pass holders will receive 20 percent off at select outdoor kitchens using a cashless form of payment and those participating locations are burn market farmers market uh brunch cut epcot farmers feast florida fresh la isla fresca magnolia terrace northern bloom pineapple promenade refreshment outpost refreshment port tangerine cafe flavors of the medellin citrus bloom the honey bistro hosted by the national honey board the land cart hosted by Advent Health and Trowel and Trestle hosted by Impossible. Those are the outdoor kitchen locations that you can get 20% off your food if you are an annual pass holder. Plus, like I said, uh, there is going to be an annual pass holder lounge uh, that's going to be featured in the land pavilion at Epcot. Plus, on top of that, there's going to be uh, some... Uh, <clears throat> Refreshing treats, as Disney said in uh, their statement, available for purchase during the sunshine season's operating hours, such as a spark of grape shake. That's a grape, guava, passion fruit, orange and lime shake, and then also a raspberry, quote unquote, lemonade tart, shortbread tart filled with lemon mousse, uh, raspberry jam and raspberry mousse as well. Uh, and then, guys, talking about the annual pass holder magnet that we are getting we're getting a Figment AP magnet. We're getting an AP magnet featuring Madude Figment. Uh, that is going to be available at Creation Shop starting May 31st, running through June 30th. Like all the VI Pass Holder Day stuff, uh, starting time 9 a.m., closing time 9 p.m. So, you know, operation hours. Now, important information to get your AP Figment Pass Holder. To enter Epcot, you obviously will need a valid admission and theme park reservation for Epcot on the same day, or you can visit Epcot after 2 p.m. without a theme park reservation, which is, you know, subject blackout date. Uh, theme park reservations are limited, yada, yada, yada. Each pass holder must be present and show their valid annual pass card, linked magic band, or Disney mobile pass, and a government-issued ID to receive said magnet. Limit one magnet per pass holder, available while supplies last, not responsible for any lost, stolen, or damaged magnet location, dates, and operation hours are subject to change without any notice. So, uh, I'm super excited um, uh, that Disney is continuing on with the uh, AP magnets. I know there for a while, they were very stingy on said AP magnets. And then it seems here recently, I made previous reference to the Dumbo magnet. That I think was like, uh, not too long ago. I mean, I got mine, I think in February, something like that. So it's only been a few months and here they are uh, dropping a uh, figment AP magnet. Now I know the cynical ones out there are going to say, oh wow, uh, Disney must be desperate if they're breaking out figment on the AP magnets. And I mean, Maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. But uh, instead of being cynical on it, I'm going to be excited because I love Figment and I love, you know, the, the AP magnets and stuff like that. So, you know, the best of both worlds, y'all. The best of both worlds. But uh, yeah, that's all the Disney news I have this week. Uh, somewhat of a shorter episode. I know they kind of are when I'm going solo, but, you know, it is Memorial Day. So uh, don't want to talk your ear off too much. But before we get out, oh, by the way, another uh, pass holder exclusive. Uh, they're doing a pass holder exclusive magic shot. Referenced that last week. We found out what that is going to be uh, in Animal Kingdom. Uh, 
You can get a uh, magic shot with uh, Wally and Eve from, you know, the movie uh, Finding Nemo. No, it's the movie Wally, obviously. Uh, that is going to be stationed by uh, Discovery River near the Tree of Life, and that is uh, running from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Once again, May 31st through June 30th. Um, so uh, I like the magic shots if, uh, you know, and if you're a pass holder, go get everything you got coming to you because, you know, your AP is not cheap, not even a little. But I did want to read off some of your uh, answers to last week's question of the week. Last week, uh, me and Jay, we talked about uh, Pixar Place uh, reopening in Hollywood Studios, now housing Mr. and Mrs. Incredible, Frozone, Edna Mode, uh, Sully, meet and greets, you know, meet and greets from Pixar movies. So I threw out there, what Pixar character would you want a meet and greet with and why? Uh, and uh, got a couple answers that I want to read to you. We, first up, we got Crispy from Crispy's Theme Park Adventure. He's going to go with Carl from Up uh, because that is one of his favorite Pixar movies. I totally get that. I mean, last week I said I wanted to get a meet and greet with Mr. and Mrs. Incredible because The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie. And, you know, I'm going to be able to fulfill said wish for me. And hopefully one day Crispy will, will be able to fulfill his wish of meeting Carl from Up. And uh, he also goes on to say he agrees with Mr. Monorail that the uh, Onward characters uh, in the movie are very underrated. And uh, let's see. Ooh, this uh, this is another one I wanted to highlight. Michael got at us. His uh, picks are going to be for a meet and greet would be Randall from Monsters, Inc. Uh, because he points out villains never get enough representation and... Uh, Michael, I have to agree. Uh, villains never do get enough representation when it comes to stuff like that. And I think uh, Randall would be a pretty dope meet and greet. Uh, so a uh, good, good, good pick uh, from Michael and a good pick from Crispy as well. And uh, thank y'all for those who weighed in on uh, the uh, question of the week last week. But uh, yeah, that's uh, this week's episode. I'm going to, I'm going to get out. I'm going to go enjoy uh, my Memorial Day and uh, hopefully you enjoy your Memorial Day. And of course, remember why we have Memorial Day. Uh, for those who gave all so we can uh, have the freedoms that we do in this country. I'm, uh... But before we go, I'm going to do some uh, plugs. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me. Land and Doan, I'm the best. Land and Doan, not the rest. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, that's, you know, the whole point of the song. I also appear on the Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk 987 app as well. Though, if you're listening to the episode today, uh, Monday, May 29th, the day it drops, we are off because, you know, I got the day off for Memorial Day and I don't have to go in the middle of the night to go to the radio station to work and I'm super pumped about it. You know, I haven't mentioned that or anything. But um, uh, we'll be back next week and then um, uh, I believe the week after that we will be uh, off or rather the podcast will be off because I'm going to be in Disney World, y'all. Me, the smoking hot girlfriend and her... Uh, um, uh, 10-year-old daughter, uh, I, I refer to her as the ambassador. Uh, we're going to be down in uh, Disney for four days, and we're going to park hop over to Universal for two. So uh, <sighs> I'm already exhausted. <laughs> but I will uh, talk to you all next week. But uh, in the meantime, thank a cast member, thank a team member, uh, Disney and Universal. We love coming down to your parks. I mean, I just talked about how three people, myself included, are going to be coming down to your parks. I talked about how MCO is expecting 1.1 million people to be traveling through their doors uh, over the Memorial Day weekend. And I know a bunch of them, they're coming down to your parks. So look, people love coming down to your parks and we even tolerate spending all of our money down at our parks, or down at your parks. Well, some of us do anyway, but 
You need to treat your cast members and team members like the rock stars that they are and pay them a living wage. So take care of them, Disney and Universal. And uh, take care of each other as well. Be decent to each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their lives. Uh, you don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go. Plus, it costs you nothing to be nice. So uh, be nice and uh, be decent to yourself. Take care of yourself. And uh, I'm not talking just physically. I'm talking mentally as well because your mental health can be just as important sometimes even more so than your physical health, especially in this crazy, uh, crazy world we live in. So uh, take uh, take care of uh, your headspace. Uh, breathe, have a little bit of fun, and if you could do both of those things, that would mean the world to me. My name is Landon Doan. Y'all have been great. Have a safe, fun Memorial Day. Uh, if you're going to be uh, having some adult beverages, uh, do it in moderation. If you're going to be grilling, uh, shooting off fireworks, do that safely. Uh, and, and don't be uh, mixing alcohol and fireworks. Have a designated fireworks shooter offer guy. Uh, you know, alcohol and explosions do not mix. Want, want everybody back here next week with the same number of appendages that they started this week's episode with. Do that for me. So, you know. That would also mean the world to me. Um, uh, anyway, my name is Landon Dode. You've been great. We've been Dodge Does Disney. I'll talk to y'all next week. Love y'all. You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything. I've just always wanted to say that. Mm-hmm.